Welcome back to the League NBA Pod. We back in the mix. You know what I'm saying? It's the playoff push. Some teams down to their last 20, 18, 17 games. So you know what I'm saying? The pressure's been turned up. So we about to get into that. I'm going to talk a little bit about Steph Curry, you know, hot streak, MVP chatter. You know, does he deserve it? We're going to get into some more stuff. Uh, I think Julius Randle's going to come up at some point. I think Dre mentioned that. Uh, and then, of course, this guy, Chris, wants to talk about the loser sons, which, I mean, guys, I don't know why. I apologize. But uh, without further ado, I want to welcome my host, my panelist, and, you know, my co-host, whatever you want to call him. Dre, what's going on, bro? <laughs> Shout out to his uh, mediocre panelists. Uh, <laughs> thanks that we were able to bless the pie with you. Y'all know what it is, man. Big Dre, your favorite host. Lakers in three. AD out for another three weeks because somebody sneezed on. Y'all know what it is. He's out again? Not I didn't even see that. <laughs> okay, I was like, yo. <laughs> he just came back home. last night. <laughs> uh, what's going on, Chris? What's up, man? It's Chris back on the pod. I don't really got time for y'all trash-ass takes. Let's get through it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. That's the energy we energy, on. I like it. Uh, let's go ahead. And just start off with this general, uh, general news. Uh, in that category, I know you mentioned Dre about the whole Kevin Durant, Steph Curry things. You want to fill us in? What's going on there? Yeah, man. So basically, man, you know, brief synopsis of it though. But you know, a fan tweeted essentially that you know Steph Curry was trash and he wouldn't have won. Uh, those two rings without KD, and KD was the best player on the Warriors and things like that, and that, you know, Steph Curry's a bit hyped. And then KD obviously liked the tweet and then unliked it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe an accident, who knows? But, you know, and I think this is another notorious spell, and I don't want to pile too much on KD, but it's just the fact that he spends, one, way too much time on the internet, and two, he has this inadequacy complex that's so deep within him that it's like, it makes him like the most awkward superstar I've ever seen in sports. Like he has all the physical tools necessary to be a GOAT, but he's one of the most mentally fragile people that I've met. And it's like, Steph ain't doing nothing to you, bro. He ain't saying nothing to you. Like Steph just <laughs> out here balling. He going on his streak, doing his thing. I think like KD is envious of that. And then it was like trolling some Steph comments and wanted to like it. It's like, it's just the definition of a hater in LA to me, bro. And I was like, I, I can't respect KD. Respect his game, but just as a man, it's just like, he's just a weirdo. I can't. You know what's crazy? Is that if I would have said, let's talk about the KD news, right, over the last week or so. There's literally two or three different stories we could have brought up. And all of them, KD looks kind of sus. And yeah. all of them. Like, bro, look. Uh, the Russell the, teammate. Thing. Bro, what on the podcast, they asked this man, the five best teammates he's ever played with. And Steph this man Curry's is not named Russ. Play number five, bro. Serge Serge Ibaka. At least that's Draymond. Like they was, they was like, you forgetting somebody? He's like, no, nah, who I forget? Wow, from UCLA. Oh, Russ. Oh yeah, my, my bad. My bro, bad. you know it's it's on purpose too, because it's like you thinking about like OKC. Like I can see if he just went from like the Nets and you know what I'm saying Golden State. It's like okay, right. you know, those those are places where you know hopefully I'm gonna win a championship and where I won championships. That was my best teammates. But if you're going to go back all the way to where you who with Jeff Green, you know, Thabo Cephalosha, you know what I'm saying? Like those OK, OKC Thunder days, Kendrick <laughs> Perkins, you telling me you can't remember Russell Westbrook, another fellow MVP, you know what I'm saying? Bro, that's the person he's most closely like associated with if you look back at his career. Like you were just saying, who's Kevin Durant's teammate in like a trivia game 20 years from now? People are going to say either Steph Curry or Russell Westbrook, first yeah. answer. Bro. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, dude. 
I think also just to touch on what you said, Joe, I think it's so weird that like the way we perceive is mental off the court, but we don't have any questions about it on the court. Like when it comes to basketball, like we don't like he got he got that killer mentality. He like he, yeah. he's a killer, he's a dog, get out the way, like all of that. And it's so weird, but like off the court, it's just it's so unexplainable. He's awkward, bro. I feel like he's one of the people. First of all, I've never known KD to have a girlfriend. Now, I'm not saying anything by that. You heard about the story he, when he got he, he had the uh, the real life love and basketball story, bro. I this have nigga, no idea what that story is, bro. Well, he got engaged to the other yeah. fellow Hooper, and then they backed out like hella yeah. quick. And since then, I ain't seen, I ain't seen nothing. But the whole situation is awkward because basically this nigga like proposed to her when they were kind of just like cool, but, like on a whim type shit. And so, like, obviously, when they came back down with their high, they are like, no, nah, we shouldn't do this. Something is, like, really off with him. Because I feel like he has way too much time. That's like, if you got a woman that you're talking to, or even, like, you FaceTime, bro, you're not spending all this time on social media, this and that. Like, you probably, like, you know, talking to her and doing, like, normal things. Like, everyone spends time on social media. But be so vested to the point so you reply to every DM. You got her scrolling through random eggs, like, takes on basketball and, Arguing with Shannon Sharp about basketball and things like like I know y'all saw the Shannon him and Shannon going back. Bro, what? <laughs> it was just like he just has too much time on his hands, like to like do stuff, and it's like, bro, like again, it's your life and do what you want. But you see, like he even talked to one of our co-hosts, had an extensive conversation <laughs> with our co-host about basketball and being weak and proving his worth and all that. Like it's something that's really off with a person who feels like they have to defend themselves to every person who has criticism. It's like it was uh, crazy about it too. It's like obviously, are you gonna say something? No, I was just saying, especially if you're a superstar, but go ahead. No, nah, facts, bro. That's the thing, too. It's like obviously in our everyday lives, we know people who are like this, you know what I'm saying? Extra sensitive and feel the need to like prove themselves to every little person, even when it's beneath them, right? But it's just very rare that you see a superstar exposed this way. Because obviously, like they're regular people. There's a million NBA players who are even probably more sensitive than Kevin Durant because they're human too, whatever. But most superstars, like, don't do that. I don't know if it's because somebody gets to them when they're younger or, like... It's just it's just maturity, bro. Like, at a certain point in your life, you got to realize that the, those who really care about you, those are the opinions that matter. Like, I think Blake said it best. He said, if I'm not going to take, you know, criticism from... I mean, if I don't take uh, advice from advice you, from you, I'm not going to take criticism from yeah. you. Exactly. So it's just like... People who would pump advice to you and like give you that constructive criticism, like that's what you should take heed to. That's the thing you should respond to. There's a random person I'm walking down the street and they're like, hey, Dre, you a failure. <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> you got it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't care enough. Like, unless you physically touch me, harm me, or my family or anything like that, you can say whatever. Like, you know, I ain't gonna say whatever, but you can say a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not gonna react to it, but like. It's just like in that in that capacity where like so much is thrown at you at so many times, it's just like it just gives me the awkward concept of like being cyber bullied. Like, bro, if you feel like this is too much, log off. Like, get away from Twitter. Stop following people. Like, do whatever. But he'll argue, he'll argue that it's uh like he just has fun with it. Like it's not some yeah. like, you know, he's not being personal. But like I'm like, bro, you're obviously getting personally and emotionally involved when I see Michael Rappaport's like thing, Thank like. But then so he like that, that he exposed was like, you, bro. You do take it serious. Like, we you do take it personal. He told him. He said that um, me and Mike talk way worse to each other than that. That's you what see, Rappaport exposed him. Like he was like, bro. He was like, but I'm saying that's what he said. But no, Rappaport went on TV with Shannon and was like, 
obviously I feel bad. I didn't mean to come off like a snitch. I shouldn't have like put it out there. Whatever. He admitted that he was wrong for exposing the shit. But basically what he was saying was, bro, me and Kevin Durant are not friends. So I don't know why he said that. Like me and him, I can straight the history, bro. Like we don't go back and forth like that. We're not boys. Like, bro, they, they hate banter sometimes, I guess. Like he talks a lot of trash. But like basically KD just like lost it one night, bro. Like, he just snapped, bro. That's what happened, bro. He's, that's not his homie, whatever, bro. Like. <laughs> That's that, that adds to the point that he's just super sensitive, dude. And Michael Rappaport is one of these guys that he's not a little guy. He has his own platform. So, like, when Michael Rappaport talks bad about you, bro, it's, like, kind of news. Like, real small news, but, like, it sticks. You can't just turn off your phone. Like, it's still going to be there when you turn your phone on. Like, so I think he just kind of snapped one day. Michael Rappaport is also a comedian that's, like, known for talking shit. He's a troll, bro. Comedian. Like, <laughs> yeah, nah, he's, he's, nah, he's just really a professional troll. Like, he's a comedian, but he's, he trolls a lot of people on social media and things like that so it was like i found it you know ironic that he got so sensitive and posted the dms when he literally goes after people and talks stuff and that's how you make your living you know what i'm saying it's like oh, he shouldn't have did that bro and because he has kind of like crazy credibility within the black community because he's been around us for so long true. so like we did that bro it's like now niggas is not trying to fuck with you at all like well yeah <laughs> so i don't know why you did that he's <laughs> a clown but katie's a clown uh, Michael Rappaport's a clown. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just weird, not respected energy. And I feel like he feels some type of way. Like, address it with the man. Like, Katie probably just chilling with Aisha and kids. And I was saying, you see news blasts that, you know, he getting slandered by ex teammate. He's like, bro, okay. Like, and Steph, <laughs> Steph probably gonna be like, okay, you know, that's his opinion and, and move on with his life. And Katie's gonna be the same weirdo talking about people in the DMs and liking secret messages from ex. So, Hey, be great, be great young lad. Be great. It's the KD experience. At the end of the day, though, man is a hoover. So no disrespect to you, bro. Whatever, Hall of Fame or all that. Not top. I said what I said, but I, you know, <laughs> hey, is there any more news y'all wanted to say or talk about? Otherwise, I'm gonna get into some more of the meat of the of the situation. No, no. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, look. All right. I talked about it at the top. You know, what I'm saying I teased it, but for real, for real, it's definitely the playoff push. I'm looking at the playoff picture right now, and it's tight at the top, especially at the top of the East. Top of the West, I don't know how I feel about it, but just in general, like, what teams do you guys think are – what teams are you watching in, like, this, like, period leading up to the playoffs? Uh, For me in the East, I'm definitely watching the Sixers and the Bucks, and then the Wizards, for sure, for me mm. personally, just because – y'all know how I feel about Russ – and I feel like, you know, I feel like we can all agree that if we would benefit from watching Russ and Bradley build in the playoffs in some capacity, I feel like we, Before we I feel like we would want that over what, Terry Rozier, no, no offense to uh, him, or Gordon Hayward, you know. So they're, I believe right now, what, they're in the 10th spot? They're, yeah, so I'll, I'll just go ahead and break yeah, that They down. won six in a row, largely because of Russell Westbrook's improved play. Like, no, nah, facts. Like, bro, like, when, <laughs> it got to a point he was shooting like 30%. Like, it was bad. And now he's he's just, he's back to, you know, 43. Which is slightly under average. But oh, Okay, may I ask a quick question that's super relevant? Why the fuck do you care about the Wizards, bro? Now I understand you talking about Brody and all of that. They have 0% chance of doing anything in the playoffs. Like a zero. But it's more so just like, to his point, just seeing like Westbrook see, in the playoffs. In, Brad, in the playoffs. Why? And if, and okay. if, you look, and if, you look, if you're looking at the seeds eight, nine, and 10, it's the Hornets, the Pacers, and the Wizards. Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook are the two best players out of all three of those teams. I want to see. So, I mean, 
the Hornets would have been fun if like Melo was playing, just because like for one, the the Hornets play like a fun brand of basketball. Like it's pretty up tempo, a lot of dunks, they shoot a lot of threes. People, you know. Yeah, they are more fun to watch than the Wizards every day of the week. If I'm being honest with you. But they, here's the thing, bro. <laughs> I, I got plenty of time to watch them. They're young. I, I, I'll, I'll watch them later. I want to see Brody and Bill in the playoffs. So Brody. right now, the play-in tournament is 9-10. 9 is Indiana. 10 seed is Washington. Yep. Uh, Indiana is 27-31. Washington, the 10 seed is 25-33. and 33. Disgusting. Uh, and the 7-8 play-in. So basically, if you guys don't know, like the 9th and 10 seed, Play each other, and then the seventh AC play each other. The winner of the seven AC matchup gets the seven C, and the winner of the uh, I definitely just said that wrong. Basically, yeah, those two things that we get into the playoffs. There's two playing games against the playoffs from like the seeds nine through uh seven through seven through ten. Oh my god, I can't talk. Wow. Hey, so wouldn't this make more sense? And I'm not sure if this is how the playoff playing tournament works, but wouldn't it make more sense if like the seventh seed plays the ten seed? Well, oh, that's why it's really throwing me off because I never see like two numbers right by each other play. Like it's yeah. definitely like you're saying like the higher seed plays like yeah. the, the lowest seed. Yeah. So the seventh seed would play the tenth seed. I, I don't know how this like actually goes, but I, I would think that would make more sense that the seventh seed would play the tenth seed, and then eight and nine would play, and then whoever wins between the seventh and the tenth seed would get the seventh seed. Whoever wins between nine and ten would get that. Actually. This is why I think this is how I think it should this, work. No, that's why they did it. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. This is how I think it should work. All right. So, so follow me. And I could be on a tangent, but this makes the most sense. So NBA, if you're listening, know your boy Dre did this. And okay. tap me in. <laughs> full quarter million and I'm gonna shut up for life. So listen, seventh and tenth seed play, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say the seventh seed wins. They remain the seventh seed, but the tenth seed wins, they would just get um, you know. The eighth seed, you know what I'm saying? Like at, at best, at best they get the eighth seed because they have the worst record. Right. Um, and then not, and then the eight nine seed play, um, and then whoever wins obviously gets that, you know, uh, seventh or depending on who has the best record. So basically, the two teams who win, whoever has the best record of those two teams who won from the play in, that's how they should see them. Mm. I, think so that I like that. I like that. And obviously, to their point, your consolation prizes: oh, the Sixers or oh, the Nets. No, facts. I mean, you're lose like, if you're in a play-in team, I mean, serious, you're gonna lose, so it doesn't matter. Bro, but I feel it's like, the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the money. You get an extra bonus. Yeah. And I feel like you should still be rewarded for like winning in the regular season. So yeah. from that play-in, if you still if you have more ones and wins the other team that won the play-in, you should automatically get the seat above them. Um, uh, so also, that's why I, also I don't too, agree with people saying that it doesn't incentivize the regular season. I feel like it definitely incentivizes it. Be better. Don't be one of those lower seeds. Like play better. We only see the teams that are in those positions complaining about it, which is right. ironic. The but no, here's the thing is stupid, bro. Look, by having teams, uh, you know, nine and ten have a chance to get into the playoffs, it basically means that it's going to be less tanking in the middle of the season because, like, teams are closer to being into it, right? Yeah. And in the season, like, where it's COVID, right, playoffs are important because it's like fans are going to be back by the time those games start, right? So that's a chance to make up some revenue that you lost throughout the year. So that's why I see teams like the Wizards, and the Hornets, they're not going to tank at any point this year. They're 100% trying to get playoff games, bro. Like, no doubt about it. Uh, and the Wizards need it for the sake of Bradley Bill. Like, they need to have some yeah. Type of yeah. synergy or fire within the playoffs. The one, make, make them seem like they're a viable team as a free agent destination. And two, like, to have Bradley Bill be like, okay, I'm cool. Like, even though I signed the extension, like, I actually want to be here. I'm not going to force my way out. Like, you know, no other. No, facts, facts. 
uh, right now, I'm against the teams you're looking at too, Dre. But since we're right here, I do want to talk about quickly uh, the fact that the, the Heat are in the seventh seed and the Suns, not Suns, the Pacers are in the ninth seed. Two teams that were middle of the East last year. Uh, it looked really bad, more so in the beginning of the year. Like the Heat have come around a little bit, but uh, what's going on? Are you looking forward to like a, a Pacers Wizards matchup because it's like teams in there that like normally be higher up, so it's kind of like actually a good matchup, or or do you not care at all still? Bro, that sounds like the most boring series in the game, bro. The only thing that makes that series like fun is Brody, like, and maybe Bradley Beal, like. It's it's yeah, but Brody makes it more fun because like he's gonna show some emotion, maybe get into it with people, tussle up, like have that fire that you want. But like other than that, the Pacers are a complete snorefest. Like they're like the great value brand of the Spurs. Like just boring basketball to watch, or even the, Grizz- <laughs> the old Grizzlies. The new Grizzlies are fun to watch, but like the that's old so dis- like, that's so disrespectful. They play blue collar basketball, like real fundamental. Yeah, it's like it's just so I, mean, I get that, but it's not like they don't got like that's a good thing. Know, they got guys that can make exciting plays. Not a lot, but uh, yeah, <laughs> like Brogdon's the yeah. best player, bro. I, I bought my ticket for Brogdon, you know, can't can't wait to see him like go 50, uh, what 50, 40, and 90. Like, I really want to bring dude up from the nest, but I can't even remember his name, so I will. Karis Levert, I can't even remember. Ooh, can't wait to see him go in and out and then do a euro layup, like, uh, yeah, that's a that's yeah, a bro. It's, yeah, it's not the, the paces aren't fun, bro. I don't, I don't care about the paces at all, to be honest with you, bro. Like, but I'm saying, like, bro, look. It could have been the Wizards versus like the the Knicks. Now, granted, the Knicks are a more fun team to watch this year, but like the level of basketball, I feel like it'd be more intense because the Pacers are legitimately like a Knicks for a bad example. But like they're better than the Hawks, right? Because like when the Hawks and Wizards, it could have been just been a blowout. The Russ was just turned on, you know. Whereas now it's an actual like battle. Like I really don't know who's gonna win that little playing. Listen, let's 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 talk about the uh, Pacers because no one cares. Let's just put the Bulls. In. <laughs> Put the Bulls in there. That's way more. I mean, fun. but the Bulls are going to keep losing games, bro. Zach Levine's in protocol, and they've lost. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I'm just saying. I'm saying, but Zach, got, you know, when he's back, like the Wizards and the Bulls will be interesting. That'd be nice. would, that would be yeah. heat, honestly. Like that would be some yeah basketball to watch. The All right, well, anybody, I'm not watching. Almost like the Jazz. Like I don't care about what the Jazz are doing unless they're playing like a really good team, and they're really good this year. But they're but like the Jazz and Nuggets are playing. I don't care. Or about like the Jazz and. Even after last oh, year, uh, Jazz in like San Antonio, Ooh. I can. That's that's terrible. Like, who wants that's to watch a bad that? matchup? <laughs> who wants to watch, watch that series? Nobody. Nobody wants to watch that. So, all that? right, but like the Hawks, not the Hawks, the uh, Hornets and the Heat, though. All right, that has to be a pretty interesting. The Heat are gonna whoop their ass. Yeah, it's probably gonna be pretty ugly. Yeah, that's gonna that's, <laughs> that's gonna be bad. They get they get film on them and they focus in on them. It's gonna be it's gonna be bad. Don't turn that young ass up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the other side. So on the other side, the seven C is the Mavericks, 32 and 26. Eight C is the Grizzlies, 20. Was that nine and 28? Yeah. You said what? Maybe the Lakers in a minute. They keep losing. Go ahead. Hey, he's dropping good. low. Good. Uh, nine C is the Spurs, 29-29, and then the Warriors. And the 10 seed, 29-30. So out of that Spurs-Warriors matchup and then the Mavericks-Grizzlies matchup, are you looking forward to any one of those more so than the East? I just know one thing. Dallas better try their best to avoid the Warriors because I don't think they want that problem. Yeah, no. that's a bad matchup for them for sure. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to be all offense, bro, both sides. Yes. And you don't want to get in a shootout with Steph Curry. Like, no, you don't. Right. no, you don't. That's facts. That's facts. Who do did, who, who did they have to even put it, throw at Steph? 
Oh, they got niggas like Josh Peterson is a, definitely a great matchup for Steph. But at the end of the day, bro, Steph has way too much to prove in that matchup. He's going to go nuclear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's going to get put out the first round, but he's not going to get put out the play in. I don't see that. So, so the Grizzlies going to get yeah. put out the second year in a row in the play in? Yeah. Yeah. Jerry's just not getting back, like, bro. Like, he is like one month to get to the point where he's going to, like, Compete so you got, and help you got, the Spurs, you got the Spurs beating the Grizzlies? I don't know about that yeah. one. It's Grizzlies versus the uh, Mavericks right now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and the Warriors versus the Grizzlies. Okay, yeah. And Luka's about to run what's through the, them. What's the, what's the, what's the, what's the uh, how it is right now that, that the, the 10 would have to beat the AC twice? And if the yeah, and if the eight wins once, that's that's all it takes? I'm pretty sure it's the same, yeah. <sighs> Explain to me how the play-in works because I just got completely confused. So, like, like the higher seed, so, like, the Grizzlies being the eight seed, they would only have to – if they play the Warriors, they would only have to beat the Warriors once. They're not playing the Warriors, though. Stop saying that. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) The eight and the ten. No, it's the eight and the seven. Is it? I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the NBA graphic right now. On NBA.com, they have it all broken out, right? That's really, that's really that's, weird. That's that. so stupid, though. Yeah, that's like, really weird. That the two teams Here's why they did the playoffs that. have to fight each other. That's weird. Here's why they did that, bro. Because look, you're basically playing for the seventh and eighth seed, right? So why? Are so we the seventh seed is played between the uh, seventh and eighth seed for the seventh uh, spot. Hear me out. That doesn't make sense because yeah. I, yeah I, so I, if you're I, playing seven to eight, like if you're the seventh and eighth seed, like you have oh yeah yeah. Yeah, so it's like the seventh seed should play the tenth seed, and then whoever yeah. there should be able to get the seventh or eighth seed, depending on who has the better record. And then the eight and nine seed should be playing for the eighth seed. Okay, okay, you're right. So basically, that's how it goes, right? the so seed for being the seventh seed and playing the week. Nine right. versus look right here. Nine versus ten is Warriors versus Spurs, right? The winner of that game goes on to play in a matchup against the loser of the seventh eighth seed. Oh. That's how it works. That makes more sense. Okay. That makes more sense. I apologize to everybody on the pod, but you got to hear live how we work through this. Uh, <laughs> but all right. So, so does the winner of that game just win one? Is it just one? Yeah, is it the best of what? Like, please break down the play in because I am so confused. Yeah, what's next after all that? Right. So, and give me actual me, things like in the West. Like, give me the hypothetical, like currently right now, what that looks like. Like, so basically, I'm pretty, now that I look at it, I'm pretty sure it's just. I can look for sure. I'm pretty sure it's just one-off games, right? I don't think it's like an actual tournament. Play in turn. I think the lower seed has to beat the higher seed twice. Twice, yeah. That's I feel like I are they doing the that? Seed only has to beat the lower seed once. Once. I like. I mean, I like that the idea of that a lot. So. All right. So basically, uh, at the conclusion of the regular season, but before the final. Before the first round of the playoffs, the team with the seventh highest winning percentage in each conference will host the team with the eighth highest winning percentage in a play-in game. Just a game. The winner of the seventh-eighth game in each conference will earn this number seven seed. The team with the ninth highest winning percentage in each conference will host the team with the tenth highest winning percentage in the nine-ten game. The loser of the seven-eight game will host the winner of the nine-ten game in a play-in game. And the winner of that game in each conference will earn the number eight seed. So they're all one-offs. That makes that's sense. actually hard, bro. I love that. I'm sorry, NBA. That's kind of like a tough little, like, you know what I mean? Like, path to get into the playoffs. But they're one-offs. No, I, you know? I, like, I like the path, but I, I still think that 
It should be a twice. Second thing. game that the worst team has to the nine or ten has to beat the eight twice. That's that's what I think should happen. I think that would still, be that's still rewarding the team that you know got into the playoffs. You shouldn't get you shouldn't be able to take it from them unless you outright beat them twice. Because then at that point you can probably yeah. kind of say that they're the better team. Yeah, because you you can have one off game where like Joe yeah. Joe who got off the bench erupts for thirty seven points and you like Seth could drop two two fifty balls and two fifty balls and that'd be it. And their defense, if you're in the seventh or AC, you have to lose twice to be out of the playoffs, right? So if you lose your matchup, you just play the winner of the next matchup. So in theory, you'd have to lose two matchups in a row to be kicked yeah, out. But of it's a different team, so that's that's also not that fair. Because then, like, to, and that's to your point though, if it was there like a three playoff game series, one it would take too long. But the suspense and the actual like you know entertainment of that would be amazing. Like they have like. I think Two it's a little neutral series. It's needed. Yeah. It's needed because like you should have to like if you're the lowest, so you got to beat them twice. Like if I'm the higher seed, yeah. beat me twice. And if I beat you once, and that's cool. I, I think that's how it was last year. It was. Yeah, with Portland and uh Memphis. Yeah, but that was only one team getting in, bro. It was like who's ever in that that nine spot had a chance to get in to the eight spot. Right now it's yeah, nine and ten. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Makes sense. So like if you're like the seventh or AC, I'll like say if you're a seventh AC, bro, you just have to win one game. To get into the playoffs, if you're not in the seventh AC, you have to win two games to get into the playoffs. It makes sense, but I, and I agree with you. Different teams, like the fact that but they yeah. have to deal with different matchups in both those games doesn't give them that much of a benefit. A benefit, like you're trying to say, like I gotta like if I'm the like let's say I'm the Mavericks. One, I gotta focus on the Grizzlies, and then after that, I'm gonna have to focus on the Warriors if I lose that first game. Like I'm focusing on two different matchups. I can't even lock in necessarily continually. All right, well, going off of the logic of this, like, we're all going to agree that, like, it could be improved, especially if, like, time isn't a factor or scheduling. Right. But based off this format, right, so the first game is that uh, – let's say the first game is a 7-8, right? Mavericks versus Memphis, right? Who do y'all think is winning that matchup as currently constructed? Both teams are fully healthy. Mavs. What about you, Chris? I don't know. I think Luca goes crazy. I don't know who's going Luca on the Grizzlies. I might take the Grizzlies, to be honest. It's gonna have to be Dylan Brooks on Luca, in my opinion. <laughs> Barbecue. Dylan Brooks is awkward as hell looking, but the nigga does He's a very lock good up, defender. He's a very good defender. <laughs> also, bro, the Mavericks just find ways to lose games. I'm sorry. But yeah, Porzingis does, but Luca doesn't. They have more people to guard the Grizzlies' best players than the other way around. Like, I like Josh Richardson guarding John Moran a lot, actually. Also, but also, here's here's what I'll say also. I, I like Memphis, how they play more so. Like, if Ja doesn't have a good game, they, they've still won a lot of games. Like, where they shoot the shit out the ball. They shoot a yeah, lot they, of they games. Have, I'm just, I'm just they, saying, they get, they get a lot of contributions from everywhere. Like, you're not – they're not, not winning a, a ball game if Luka isn't having either 25 to 30 points or, like, double-digit assists. But hear me out. He's gonna do both, so it doesn't matter. Like I, I hear you, and they're not winning if Luca has like nineteen and eight. But Luca's not gonna have nineteen and eight. Luca's gonna have thirty and twelve, and they're gonna roll. So, yeah. Uh, I honestly think that what's name is the Grizzlies' second best player. That's like something that's not talked about a lot. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah, he's been hooping. He's been going crazy. What? He <laughs> was like sixteen and eleven or some shit like that. You can play him off the court, though. Just put him in pick and rolls with a smaller lineup. But I don't think the Mavericks can play him no, off the court. I don't think so. No, they can't. But I'm just saying they're all in the playoffs. Like, 
He's not going to be on the court often. Like, not I would say, though, like, what team is playing him off the court? I don't know if the West has those teams, though. Because the West maybe, has guys that need to play in the big positions. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I got, I got Nurkic. I mean, I got AD Drummond in him. I got Jokic. I mean, Serge, I get maybe the Clippers, but I mean, they still got Serge and Zubac and then Aiden and then Gobert. But the difference is, I think with the Clippers or teams like that, they don't have to play a center. Whereas like the Nuggets, Blazers, and Lakers have to play a center. Yeah, that's why I said the Clippers. But other than the Clippers, I don't know. I feel like he'd be fine with every other team. I mean, they don't lose, but you know. <laughs> they definitely gonna lose. <laughs> I'm trying to see the. Uh, I just like, if, if a big gets your second player and like an arcade big who's not right like, stroking that mother, you know what I'm saying? Then you can get played up the court. You know what I'm saying? Like you get them pick and roll monsters or you get them in foul trouble. It's a wrap. Like your your big honestly can't really be your best or second best player. Like he could be the second best player. He really can't be the best player though. Honestly, we like, should with Giannis right now. Yeah, and Jokic. Like Jokic without Jamal Murray, they're not going nowhere at all. Yeah, at all. Uh. I mean, but that's not because Jokic is the best player. He was he, he was always the best player, and they're still yeah, they're they're still fine. Yeah, but it's interchangeable though. Like Jokic is the best player, but like Jamal can be the best player on any night too. So it's like it's not really like it's like really like set in stone, almost like the Embiid fact. Like Embiid is the best player on the Sixers, but his next hunch down is like not that far off. Like the next block down is probably like Simmons, who's not super far off from Embiid, and even yeah. Tobias is not super far off from Simmons and things like so. He's like. If they like in the same realm, it's good. But if like it's just like super far off, like Embiid and then a whole bunch of scrubs, like they're not going nowhere. You know what it is too, though? Because like I always, obviously, as a Giannis fan, Bucks fan, I always compare it to them or whatever. But if you look at it, like somebody like Chris Milton or someone that's like a wing player, even that person, if they are good, it doesn't. Chris Milton's trash. <laughs> it doesn't work the same because Ben Simmons being a point guard, Jamal Murray being a point guard. It just complements your big really well if they're also like a star level player. Because if somebody's gonna handle the ball, you know what I'm saying? If your next best player is a wing, then they're also looking for somebody else to handle the ball when kind you know in the clutch. Like and, and also hear me out, like the Bucks will never win a championship with Chris Middleton. So um that's probably part that's of the reason. Wing got Chris Paul, man. It's li- it's looking worse man. and worse every day. Max, yeah, I would have had that shit. <laughs> every day. I think I shit. think they wanted Chris Paul, but Chris Paul makes even more money than Drew Holiday. Like I know, literally ten to twelve so, more. It doesn't matter. Oh so, you no, know, I, I hear me. I'm just saying in terms of like making a trade for him. Like you got to think, we also made a trade, and we're a team that has like a bunch of like good salaries. When you're a team with good salaries, you don't have that one bad salary to like absorb the money to make it work. You know what I'm saying? So for us to trade for Chris Paul, it's like a crazy trade. Should have been. You should have gave an outlandish number to Brogdon and then used him as the trade base. Facts. Everybody talks about that. Though. Like, Rodden would have been the perfect trade chip to, like, build a super team. For anybody. For anybody. But the, the Bucks are idiots, so, yeah. But, hey, but Bogdan, I mean, but Donovich, whatever his name is, who's Bogdan, in Atlanta, Bogdanovich. He would have been stupid for y'all. I mean, perfect. That was a great trade for y'all that fell through. Like, No, nah, we would have been able to say, like, legitimately, I think I see a legitimate path to beat the Nets without the Nets, like, just playing like trash. Like, right, right now. Like, that's their path. Nets have to play bad. If y'all had Bogdan, uh, yeah, because I say if we had him, like he's big enough to where he's not the little nigga, but he can also just score the ball. We could get him to shoot That's out. All y'all need for real. Y'all need somebody who scored a rock. That's what I'm saying. Like if Lou Will was any type of version of himself, like maybe three years ago, he'd been perfect. Uh, he would well, not a perfect, but a great addition for y'all. There's really no better fit for Kyrie Irving in the league than Giannis, in my opinion, because it's like a low ego star, right? So Kyrie, you can't be like 
a mogul. You know what I'm saying? Because Kyrie, like, I think he just hates that shit. I don't know what's wrong with him. But, like, uh, and then Giannis is the type of dude where, like, he would let Kyrie dribble and all the other whatever, right? He would clean up from on defense, whatever. And Giannis needs somebody with, like, a crazy ego to think that I should take the last shot, even though Giannis is, like, the two-time MVP. So it's like Hear they would out. compliment each other. <laughs> Hear me out. Trade Chris Middleton for anything, for a bag of chips, because you're not going to win a championship with Chris Middleton. <laughs> they got to trade Chris Middleton and any kind of, like, next star deal. They need to, like, be dangling that out there. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you keep his trash bag ways and try to get Drew for Kyrie, which I think would be better and worse at the same time. You, like, you get worse defensively, but you need, like, an offensive scoring punch. You really don't even need, like, someone who's, like, a high prolific star. That would help both teams, bro. Honestly, bucket getter. Like you just need somebody who just gets nothing but money. Like just buckets, like inflated stats. Like just maybe even. I said this. I said this on the previous previous pod. If you have a superstar defender, there's no point in having a superstar defender if you don't take advantage of the fact that he can cover up for another guy's inabilities. You might as well get a guy that can't play any defense, but it's just crazy offense. Trey Young, Kyrie, Brad Bill, Brad Bill, Brad Bill's the ultimate. Thing, but I think Brad Bill is only coming to Milwaukee if he like pulls the AD, yeah. Which I yeah. actually could see happening, Loki. That's like be, the perfect team nasty. for him. That would be nasty. Because they can be keep nasty. Chris Middleton and try to make you know everything else work for Brad Bill and just give up every single asset possible. Yep. yep. You you got a championship right there, buddy. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I would just, I would just swing for uh, you know uh Zach Levine and then get uh Middleton or Drew up out of there. You know what I'm saying? No, uh, Milton. It has to be Milton, bro, because... No one Zach and Chris. Yeah. Because I think uh, I think Drew Holiday and Zach Levine is also a nasty pairing because he covers up for all Drew, Zach's inability to guard other teams' guard. So, fuck it. Just don't play defense, bro. bro In fact, don't, don't even come back down the court. <laughs> Stay on the other side and spot up. Whatever gets Chris Milton off your team, Chris Milton is going to be the one thing that keeps you from winning the championship ever. So whatever gets Chris oh Milton. Don't say it like that, though. No, no, I he's, am saying it like that. He's yeah. our only crazy asset. That's why. He's, he's only, any, like, good asset. He's, he's not a crazy asset bomb. anyway. He's, he's, he's he is a, a crazy player. asset, bro. He's not a crazy asset. He's ass. He is. Ass, yeah, but not, not an asset, so. Yeah. Bro, you don't think the Blazers would give up CJ McCollum for Chris Milton? I think they would. I don't CJ think McCollum's that. never been an all-star, bro, so, Yeah. And I still don't think they would. Probably they not. Would. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, got CJ McCullough for like Zach Levine. More plausible. Oh yeah, flip that. But uh, bro, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different like Zach Levine top three shooting guard in the league. Like, that's not even a good. <laughs> He's better than Chris Middleton. You know what I'm saying? Bro, everybody's better than Chris Middleton. But go ahead. <laughs> all right. Anyways, it's uh, who Tobias last night. He's getting his. He's getting his shit destroyed. Getting fucked up with non-factor. Forgot he was on the court. Uh-huh. How Same many uh, more shots? How many All-Star games Tobias been to? Has he been to one? No. Exactly. That's that's our, that's our he, he's clapping. He's clapping cheeks too. But I'm just saying, like you got two cheek clappers at the same time, bro. <laughs> all it's, right. It's Magic uh, City up here. It's Magic City, baby. <laughs> hey, so basically, all I wanted to get through real quick was y'all said opposite teams. Dre said that the Mavericks would beat the Grizzlies. Chris, for some reason, fixed the Grizzlies. He likes being a contrarian, likes being the, the oddball. Nice word choice. Uh, <laughs> so basically, uh, from that matchup, right, do you see anybody uh, like losing to like the 9-10 seed, like Golden State or the Spurs? Or do you think it's legitimately going to be like Mavericks? 
Memphis. Nah. I think the Warriors are going to creep. I think it's going to be Mavericks and Warriors. If I'm picking through these four teams, I'm going yeah. to Warriors. That's what I would say. What about you, Chris? Grizzlies and Warriors. <laughs> so you think – I mean, for, so for one, I gotta stick. I gotta stick by what I said. So if the Grizzlies beat the Mavericks, I'm 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 gonna take Steph over Luca. I'm sorry. In a one game, I just I'm gonna go with the guy that I've seen drop fifty multiple times, sixty maybe once. I think. Hey, whatever you say. He got something to prove, man. He got something to prove, man. On the other side, uh, so the first one, let's just say like Miami, Charlotte. Y'all both picking Miami, right? Yes, obviously. Yes. So <laughs> Charlotte versus all right. Well, I guess out of the Pacers and, and Washington, who do you think is gonna win that? Washington. I'm, I think Washington. Oh, uh, only because of the Pacers. I need Russell Westbrook for one game. Mind numbingly boring. Like I feel like they the series of watching paint dry is like watching the Pacers. So I'm just gonna go with the Wizards in hopes of having some type of entertainment. That nigga Russell Westbrook right. might explode with intensity. I need it for one game. He gonna explode throwing the ball off the rim, like yeah, his thing Russ, bro. He definitely gonna bang on somebody. He could backfire in a one-off, bro. Hey. He could be trying way too hard. Russ is gonna take about thirty shots. Bradley Beal gonna have twelve. He's gonna be pissed off at Russ. No, he won't. He won't. He won't take that many shots with Bradley Beal on the court unless. Oh, that's like, what they say with KD too. He's not gonna. Hey, gonna How's he gonna do with Durant? <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it never. But KD still got his shots up. The only time that we've seen Russell with a superstar that a guy that didn't get his shots up was Paul George because he just wouldn't be taking shots. Like Brad's gonna get his shots up. And also, right, like, Russell has to get, Russell has to get his shots up too because it's like offensively. It is enough shots. Who, 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 else, who, else, are we, who else are we relying on? Hachimura, Bertans, baby. <laughs> Bertans hey, look, Bertans isn't, isn't what he was last year, man. Shit, they don't need him to be. But uh, I would say this: at the end of the day, bro, I trust Bradley Bill to give me a 35-40 ball more than I trust Brogdon or anybody else on the on the bases. So no one off. That's fair. So you got to go with these guys. The bonus is probably gonna eat their lunch. It's probably about to get off, bro. They had nothing for him. Yeah, but he's no also answer. shooting two, so whatever. Fuck it. Like Pal Gasol, baby. And he going to be out of there. I so basically, no, never mind. I'm sorry. I ain't got no big man. Never from mind. the Wizards, Miami, who do you guys have? What? Obviously, Miami. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has the Wizards, bro. What? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. We knew this. <laughs> Go ahead, explain it real quick. You want to pick the Wizards so bad, but he know he know it's not smart. Like he know it's not smart because it could be a blowout, bro. It could be ugly. I might be biased. You are I biased. Am biased. Right? Definitely biased, but I'm still going with the Wizards. Wow. All right, you're done. Wow. Tell me, tell me what Russell and Bradley. Who's the best? Who's the best player in the series? Jimmy Butler. Easily. Easily. We, in so that we, series, we, not because so I think. So what I'm saying is you guys are counting on him to re, you know, do what he did last year in the playoffs. He won't need to. I mean, he's playing against the Lakers. I mean, he's playing against like good ass teams like the Bucks and all of them. Like the Wizards ain't that. So all he needs to conjure up is one of those, or not even that, like one of those, a fraction of that, and he'll be fine. Here's the thing, bro. Bradley Bill right now obviously is like having a way better year. He's probably a better player overall right now. But yeah, in a playoff I matchup, I just think Jimmy Butler. I've already seen it way too many times. And it's just like, bro. I've seen it. I've seen it. You're right. But and I've, I've seen the opposite like, from Brad. He's a choker, yeah, serial choker. Like, don't you think of it? He was playing with he was playing with John Wall. But bro, okay. I've seen him choke too many times. Don't Paul you George think of it as scoring, <laughs> like Jimmy Butler's gonna facilitate. Yeah. Yeah. He gonna rebound. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's gonna score. So it's like, yeah, holistic version. Like, Brad, I got the Wizards. If they, if they go against the Heat, I got Washington. So you, you listen, nothing Dre just said, obviously. Man, give me both. <laughs> I, I don't care what you said. 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 Oh, oh, now we're, might now, we're him, bro. now we're naming Kendrick Nunn. Tyler Hero. Yeah, this time we're not naming seven. him as a factor. Now we're naming Kendrick. Yeah, it was number Nunn. seven cool. on what I said, bro. Like I named six other people. <laughs> and Russell Westbrook <laughs> and Bradley Beal is better than anything you said right there. Yeah, like Russell Westbrook's like hooping this year. Like, he's okay, I guess. Bro, nah, he's, he's he's hooping Chris, right what, now. What do they have the average in order to win the series? Actually, not, not even average. What, what? How many points do both, both Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal have to get to win that? Oh, Brad gonna have to have about twenty five to thirty, and Russ is gonna have to have no, no, wrong, wrong, way more up there. One game, it's one game. Yeah, I know. So Bradley's gonna need at least thirty, probably close to that thirty two to thirty seven range. And Russ gonna. I need think 30. he needs a forty ball, bro. He's gonna need to put a forty. Yeah, because because the Heat have just been world beaters this year. Like they had, like okay, cool. They play good defense. And they can hit. They can get high from three. So. Bro, hot, hot from three. We seen it. We literally watched them get hot in the playoffs. Last year, and bro. teams they were not supposed to be. It's the same team, but better. They got Before, better. Bro, this they year, they bro. just they basically just got off a six game losing streak. They're bro, probably, Jimmy Butler probably not gonna play probably like probably not gonna have Victor Oladipo. Like, come why on, why not? Is he out? Yes. Until then, they say he'll be back by the playoffs. Bro, look, the, the, playoffs team play in. <laughs> the team is more talented than they were last year. They also got Bielitsa too, right? They just got him, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't name him as like a world. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying, he was like, I think Bealis is a better player and can do more than uh, Kelly Lennox, which is who he's replacing in like in the depth chart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who replaced Jay Crowder though? Nobody. That's you need Old Depot, bro. You need Old Depot to play. Ah, uh, but we actually, actually the, the, Jay the, Crowder he, territory. Then yes, the way he looked, we want him to play because he looked. A hot bag of trash chips. Oli Oli Depot. Depot? Hey, listen, if you really feeling very strong about the Wizards, you know I'd be happy to put a friendly wager on you. You know, I already got, I already got two wagers with y'all, so let's 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 get it. It's Suns. All right, seen the wagers, bro. All right, let's go back over to the last real quick. I want to get. It was the Suns make the uh, finals, right? The conference finals. The conference finals. If they don't run into the, uh, no, the ain't election. no ifs. You said the Suns. <laughs> are the conference finals. That was the look it back up. Look it back up. Bro, you said no. no you got the receipts. You said the Suns. We got the. We, there are there are receipts. Look there are receipts. Here, I'm here go go. I need them because he's just said conference finals. I don't want to hear all these asterisks and all that other bullshit, bro. <laughs> of course, of course, everybody can put his little stuff in. Well, if LeBron don't get hurt, then nobody tricks his ass. And then Frank Vogel coaches twice on Tuesday. Then maybe I can. No, nah, bro. You said hey, look. conference finals stand on. Hey, look. If Devin Booker were to tear his ACL tomorrow, knock on wood. I will be calling you because I still need my money. We put no stipulations. No, 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 no. This like Vegas. This like Vegas. If somebody get hurt, it cancel the bet. It does. <laughs> it absolutely does. So, like for instance, if you, nah, if you, nah, so like, nah. no, for real. Like if you, if you get like the over thirty, if you get the over thirty on Kevin Durant when he played uh, whoever he played and he got hurt, it canceled. It did. Bro, he's talking like a hustler right now, bro. <laughs> he's trying to hustle me alive on the five. This is nuts. I'm gonna need my bread, bro. You know what I'm, I'm gonna need my bread now. The only thing I let you slide on is if Book or Chris Paul gets hurt. I, I happily, I not with Chris Paul, bro. You get the fact that they didn't with the bet. He's hurt every year. That was he a part of my bet. Year. He wasn't hurt last year. Okay, one year. Every year he's hurt. That was a part of my bet. I'm banking on Chris Paul being hurt. 
That's terrible. <laughs> he wasn't hurt the year before. If he plays when they played, the, when they played the, the, the Warriors and KD got hurt, he wasn't hurt then. Hey, I'm, I'm saying hurt this relative. If he plays at least one game in the series, he's on. Like, it ain't no, ain't no hurt or nothing. If he plays at least one game. <laughs> Listen, man, I still like my chances. Still alive. I still so, like my chances. What's the what's the route right now? They're, they're, two, they're two. Oh. What's that route? Shot. So basically, you're going to have to probably play in the first round. Whoever, probably going to play like Dallas or somebody in the first round because Dallas will beat Memphis. Okay. And then after and so that, that's hard for your first matchup. I don't care. Uh, the second matchup will they're be against the Mavericks. No, they're not. For the second matchup, it'll be against the Lakers or the Nuggets. Lakers. Woo! What the what? what? <laughs> He's struggling. Oh, we put a 50 piece on there? What shot what was it? That's cool. 100. It was 50. It was 50. I bet 50 to both of y'all. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. All right, relax. All up in my pocket, man. God damn. Hey, you want to make these wild bets? It's it wasn't fine. wild at the beginning of the season, too. I'm it wasn't wild. All right, but it'll be more reasonable now. When you made that bet, now. it was wild, bro. I mean, I believed in them, and y'all didn't. And look where they are right now. I still don't. So we're gonna have to see. I mean, they just got done sweeping up the east. You want to make a bet they lose in the first round? How much you would have bet on that? I'll put 25 on it, regardless of matchup. Hey, I'm out of that one. That's it. Yeah, I got that. He wild for that. Put your hand up. Hey, I'm sick on that in a week. In a week. He saw how confident, we, he saw how confident oh, niggas dude. was and he went to back, he went to back pedal. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because I want to lose my money. I want to get Chris an easy out. I'm going to do it and close it, bro. I can't respect it. I can't. <laughs> hey, look, 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 look. Out of the Jazz in, in the Suns, right? I believe in the Me. Jazz significantly more. I mean, no. Oh, you I said what? I believe in the Suns significantly more. All right. You know, I don't believe either one of them. So I'll go over to Dre. Do you believe in any one of these teams at all? When I say believe in, I mean, do they have a legitimate chance so listen, hear me to out. get to the finals? Hear me out. No, nah, it gets up. Hell no. But listen, between those, <laughs> if, they, if they were playing each other, um, I like Chris Paul above everybody in that series. But I like the Jazz team more than uh, the Suns team. As a whole, my thing, my thing is, bro, with the with the with the Jazz, it's really Donovan Mitchell or bust. It's mainly just because, like, bro, past him, who can you count on to even get bucks? Like, you really can't even count on Gobert. Like, he's a he's a, a roller, a lob catcher. Like, Aiden has I a because Carson game. that's been helping him. Carson's legitimate, bro. Yeah, but the, uh, Carson is, but I'm not. I'm. Not, I don't want to be. I don't want to be Conley, bro. It is like he's been. He played. He's playing better than he was last year, but. You can't count. You got, you got Joe Ingles who can get you buckets. Like Joe they got a lot of people. Oldest shit and wash as hell. All right. Well, Bogdanovich is definitely a hooper still. So yeah. Bogdanovich, Joe Ingles, like as a team, Utah rock solid. To be honest, with you. they got everything they need, honestly, to do what they need to do. No, look, bro. Uh, obviously, Donovan's giving you twenty six, but Clarkson's 20, 17, 18 points a night. Conley's still giving you sixteen. I think the problem with Conley, bro, is like you want to hold Conley to the standard of Conley. From five years ago, yeah, he's gonna fail. But if you just take the new standard for them to, be, to for them to have the success they want, but he hasn't been that this year, bro. He's been playing at a lower level. Listen, if they play at their average, if they play at their average, they beat the Suns. Yes, so. they play at their average, they beat the Suns. Now it it take it will take uh, Chris Paul going nuclear and not just like scoring. I'm talking like maybe like fifteen assists or like 
setting the table, like putting crazy D on. That sounds super gay. Um, putting like <laughs> lockdown defense on fucking Donovan Mitchell or whatever it is. Like Chris Paul can average eighteen. And if Chris Paul averaged like eighteen and nine to ten, that's plenty good enough because he's gonna get those points and those assists and those perfect and those perfect positions. If you remember, like back when he was with the Rockets, he would have like twenty two points a game. It wasn't. All, it was in key moments where they needed a basket. Like he don't gotta, he don't no, gotta no, go no. nuclear for thirty or nothing like that. No, no, I, I said excluding. So if you listen to what I actually said, I said excluding scoring. I said him going nuclear as far as facilitation and playing great defense. That's what I'm saying. See, I, that's what's wrong with you, young kids. I think nuclear is always scoring. Oh, he got <laughs> nah, playing great basketball. Like when, is, I, when has the point God not played great basketball? All right, look, 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 look. Capable. But what I'm saying is like once you get past book, we're gonna give you like a thirty piece. Period. Who else are you depending on? Aiden? Crowder? He averaging 16 points a game, the same Chris. the same points per game that y'all just no, sir. Chris, for. But I'll play it like this, bro. I'll play it like this, bro. Look, look. Booker and Mitchell, they're both gonna hoop, right? They oh, no, basically sure. cancel each other out. Without a doubt, like, yeah. It's a wash, whatever. You're gonna yeah. feel how you feel either one. Yeah. All right. After you get past that, dude, look, Chris Paul is the second best like offensive player on the Suns, right? And it's a huge gap after that. And the next best offensive player is probably between Aiden and like Sarge in terms of just like I can rely on you. So who, so Bridges, who, who are you who are you taking? Jordan Clarkson or Chris Paul? All right, hold on, hold on. Mikael Bridges. Probably sec- that's probably the second best uh, <laughs> offensive player on the team right now. Okay, Jordan Clarkson is going to score more points than Chris Paul in the series. Guaranteed. No, I just asked you who you taking. Taking in terms of what who's a better like have a better series? Yes, who's going to have a better series? Like who, has the, you, who has the edge on that matchup for the second? Chris Paul's going to have a better series. But I'm trying to prove to you, bro, is this? I think the Suns don't have enough scoring. Like, at the end of the day, like, you can talk about the Jazz scoring and Mitchell and all this other stuff, but they have at least four or five guys who can give you 15 points that I believe in, that I've seen them do it, as opposed to Mikael Bridges, Aiton, Sarge, Cam Johnson's averaging, like, 10 points, 13 points for these guys. Like, these are guys that, like, have never been to the playoffs. Not, not even Book has been to the playoffs. And they're young. Paul, but and Paul they're not offensive players. Bridges is not an offensive player. He's not in the NBA because he's some great offensive scorer. He's a 3-and-D guy. Exactly. Solid. Bro, Clarkson got to the NBA because he can put points on the board. Same thing with Bogdanovich. You know what I mean? These are guys that are like literally here to score the ball. Crazy. <laughs> another person Crazy. Be what was Bogdanovich doing last year? Crazy. He was hurt. <laughs> the, year, the year before then. Like you, Bro, he's like been known to hoop. You're, 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 you're trying to make about? an argument for these guys, specifically for this case. He didn't go touch with LeBron. He didn't go touch with LeBron. He didn't go touch with LeBron in the playoffs. What? Bogdanovich. He didn't go toe to toe with LeBron in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? You, you've seen him hoop in the play. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> what? Pacers, Cavaliers last year in Cleveland? Bogdanovich wasn't going toe-to-toe with LeBron. It was seven years. Toe-to-toe is a very strong thing. Who is hooping? Okay, okay, okay. Who's hooping? Oh, my side. Oh, my side. Was he putting up like 18 to 20 points a game in that season? Was LeBron not putting up 30 to 40 points a game? I'm not saying, okay, look, look, look. I'm saying you toe-to-toe in an aspect of like, it went to seven games. And he was a guy guarding LeBron. Yeah, he did, you know he did the thing. But toe-to-toe is a poor... I get what you're trying to say. He played a very great series. Like All right. How did Mikhail Bridges have that year in the playoffs? I don't even... Was he even in the league that year? Was that his rookie That's year? That's my point, bro. None of these niggas have ever been in the playoffs. That's great, <laughs> so, Manny. But guess what? I'm going to trust Chris Paul and Jay Crowder to get them boys right. Uh, I, I feel you on Chris Paul. He said Jay Crowder. Jay know. Crowder's not a, a respected vet in the game that still play, uh, who still gets playing time. Like, they going to listen to him. help him score the ball, Chris. 
Yeah, like, ain't like he like a dud to something like Jared Dudley. It's so just, it's so upsetting to me because they're not gonna play each other. But like, I can't believe I really think this. They're not gonna get. They're not gonna get to each other. The Jazz, we've just seen them in the playoffs too many times. We just think they're about to roll over to this brand new ass team that we've never seen in the playoffs, bro. But all right, bro. Cool. I'm not saying they're gonna roll. I'm not saying they're gonna roll over, but I got I have faith in them. That they're gonna win the game, bro. No, okay. Hey, so look, go Bears to play. Okay. Would you say shark? Well, I'm gonna let Drake go real quick, but before that, bro, Gobert gets to play in this series. That's another big thing, too. It's like most of the time when they lose, it's because teams make Gobert ineffective. The Suns are gonna play Aiden or whoever else is big as hell. So Gobert gets to have a matchup and be on the court. That's a problem for the Suns. I guess. Uh, and all I'm saying is like, first of all, if the Lakers and the Suns match up, that's a wash. And you know that. I don't even want you to argue that. That's a wash. But the Nuggets, if Jamal Murray. It won't not, be there. So it don't matter. Not gonna be there. But that's yeah, that's your best path, honestly. Like yeah. And it's a plausible path too. So you might look out on that. I mean, this, the Lakers could definitely fall to the sixth spot. And then what's that path? They don't gotta. They don't gotta see them to the conference finals, right? If that's the case. Yeah. Right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's very. That's very likely. Actually. No, hold on. Hold on. You, okay, we're not saying the conference finals. You talk, you talk the Western like finals, right? You didn't make the bet for conference finals. You was like the Western finals, right? For the Sun. It's the same thing, right? The Western Finals and the Conference Finals, the same thing, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Western. I'm just making sure you're not saying like the first round, like, oh, they got the first round. You talking about they gonna be at the no, final? No, no, no. I said the Conference Finals. Okay. Like yeah. one, like one, one uh, series win from, the, from finals. the finals. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Here's cool. the thing, bro, Chris. Look, hear me out. Are you? I don't. Wait, what are you trying to convince convince me for? I already made the bet. Like, what, what, I'm <laughs> saying. I, I'm saying. Oh. No, nah, I, I, I was make sure I was clear on it. You know, because I was, I was. <laughs> I'll definitely take yeah, the field over. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm saying to you is, bro, why do you think that the Portland Trailers are so easy too for the Suns? I was like, the Suns is gonna be questions no matter who they play in the playoffs. I just think that that so even more so with the Portland Trailblazers, like without Dame, they they're they really are dead in the water. And their defense is so bad, bro. Like it's so bad. It's so bad. It's like the, I mean, the Trailblazers defense and like the Kings defense is so terrible. But look where the Kings are and look where the Blazers are. The Blazers are literally in their position because of Dame. Like the way he's playing in like the clutch and like winning close games and stuff like that. Like you said who? Dame or Wash. Bro, look, 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 look. At the end of the day, man, it comes down to the fact that all these other teams, bro, aren't relying on a 36-year-old Chris Paul to be their second best scorer. That's why I, I just had the biggest problem. I don't care. I, I don't I don't I, I feel like that's what you're not understanding. I do not care. I the see Thunder that. Rel- all right. The Thunder relied on him last year. When they had who was the best player on that show? Well, in the first round, did they? They took the Rockets to seven games. But the Rockets did not have uh, like a functional team. Like Russ was just getting back from injury. They were playing without a center. Like, that team and was so still had, and they still had James Harden, who is a who is mega superstar. All I'm saying to you, bro, and they lost Chris Paul has a number one. Chris Paul has a number one option. <laughs> when Chris Paul has a, a a viable number one option that can drop buckets, he goes far. We saw it with James Harden. And I'm not saying Devin Book is on the same level as James Harden. But he's definitely better than Shea or Dennis, by far. Hey. I'm sick of Dennis, bro. All right, that's just random. Go ahead, though. Hey, uh, so <laughs> also Dre, I ain't trying to. Hear you. If you could get Devin Booker for uh, Dennis, boy, you would have did it. You would have did it five years ago. Right, bro, I just okay, said then, exactly, exactly. He's sick right. of Dennis. Yeah, so obviously I would get rid of Dennis because I'm sick of this dude. So let me. I mean, Devin Booker's damn near better. Uh, than almost every aspect of basketball than Dennis Schroeder is um, damn near. I'm what is he trying to prove? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm literally like, agreeing with you. Like, just, what are, what are we doing like, right now? Like, 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 look what happened last year. 
And those are his best players. Now he has a better team, a better situation. What's That's the point? I'm so confused. Let's just move on. Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. Like you said that who's a, who was relied on a 36 year old Chris Paul, and I'm saying look at the team around him. Look what he look what a, a quote unquote 35 Chris Paul did last year, and he has a better team. That's what I'm saying to you. You act oh, like you're, you're talking understand. about Dennis because of the whole him playing with the like, Thunder last year. Okay, I yes. guess he's trying to like okay. Yeah, then he was kind of cheeks last year with the like he could have showed up with some big moments. They could have actually nah, 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 nah. No, he could have beat the Rockets. No, no, absolutely could have. He could have showed up more. He showed up more than we thought he would. Shea could have showed up more too because Shea was really struggling in that that series. Shea was was more nervous than uh, more shaky than Dennis. Nah, facts. I'm just saying, if one of them played just a little bit better, they definitely could have beat the uh, Rockets. That's true. This uh, is a better team. Shout out to Lou Dort because he was a big part of that too. Because he was yeah, out of his he, mind. He, he, he got uh, his shit put too for the last night. He's gonna be a very <laughs> nice 3D guy. Uh, he's gonna end up being the by best James Harden. Best three and three, <laughs> three D guy in the league soon. Oh, he's up there, bro. He's he's on the on the right he, track. Shooting is progressing fast. Fast. <laughs> fast. <laughs> I don't get it. You said best Dabo looks like shit. Man, like bro, last year, like you wouldn't touch him. Now he's getting hot. He's dropping 40. His percent, he's like shooting like 34. He's shooting like league average now. And the year before, you couldn't even trust him at all. So the best year league that. Right yeah. He's going his way to being one of the best, I'll say. i say, okay, that's the same thing. Hey, look, all right. Absolutes, it's fine. Basically, I want to get to Dre's, like, fucking son's team that he loves inexplicably, uh, which would be the Knicks, probably, because this guy loves Julius Randle. So I'm sure you probably have some prediction that's, that's for the Knicks. That's, that's Chris. Uh, I thought that, that's both of us. That's both of y'all. I, I like Julius Randle, but like Chris been really on the Julius Randle train. That's facts. That's facts. All right. Well, in the East, in the East, it's uh, Knicks in the 60, 33 and 27. Uh, Hawks in the, was it fifth seed? I, I said that right. So Knicks wrong. In the four seed. Four seed. Knicks yeah. are in the four seed at 33, 27. The Hawks are in the fifth seed at 32 and 27. Crazy matchup, four or five. I hope Hawks. they don't see the, the Knicks, but they're going to the, the Hawks will mess around and get slapped by the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> they get slapped. Five games. So, I think it'd be a good series. Five That's games. what I think. Five games. Series. Why would they get slapped in five games? Right. I, I think the Hawks are soft. I'm sorry. I just, the Knicks I were so I, hard. Yeah, they play with intensity, dog. Don't act like you they don't play know. They play intense, but like, it's not like some team where it's like they're out there just punking everybody. Like, yeah, I think, come on, Knicks and Fire. No one's ever said Knicks and Fire, bro. So, like, get that shit out of here. Like, uh, you're a little gassed right now, my boy. I just can't wait. Well, like, why do you think they're that much better than the Hawks? Like, from a roster perspective, the Hawks are the better roster. It's just, just Julie Raymond is carrying the Knicks. Oh, what happened to you, brother? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, we're here. I was just saying, bro, look, the Hawks have a better roster, but the Knicks are just being carried by Julius Randle. That's literally outside outside of Trey Young, who can you who can you really count on? Nigga, uh, that's not the point. Outside no, of I'm, Julius Randle. I'm, I'm getting to a point though. Like who can John you really count on? Who? I mean, John Collins. I mean, if, that, if you want to, that's fine. Okay, not just him though. Like literally, I trust that uh was Hunter gonna be back? Is Hunter who? gonna be back? Will Hunter be back? Uh, Andre, he, he should be. But I mean he's a He's like a three, three and D type of dude. He's not gonna be getting buckets like that. Lou Williams, is he even? A, is he in rotation? He's yeah, playing. he was just playing the other night. How is, how is he playing? Playing well. The same nah, nah. he was with the Clippers. <laughs> like nothing crazy, but he's he's playing well. Better than Rondo was playing for them. I'll say that. 
I just like the Knicks, man. They also have a they also have a, a an elite defense at this point. To be honest, no, they don't. Oh, look at the look at the look. No, at no, the, no, I get that they're really high in the standings on defense, but when I look at the Knicks defense, bro, that just screams Tom Thibodeau has these guys playing psychotic throughout the regular season. They're playing hard. That's not going to change bro, in the playoffs. That's not that's, okay. That the roster for the Hawks is way better than the Knicks. Okay, you got. Trey Young, Bogdanovich, Clint Capella, John Collins, Can- uh, and Danilo Gallinari, Lou yeah. Will, Kevin Herter, uh, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish. A bunch, uh, bunch of names that are supposed to be better than some of them are already. Read the Knicks roster, bro. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Hold on. One second. Because I don't know why he think the Knicks are just world beaters now. Like they, it's Julius Randle, bro. He's literally... They- Carrying like they, these guys. They match up next to uh the net. I mean the Nets now. So. I did not see y'all putting. What did they do? So apparently they got Julius Randle. They got Prime Derrick Rose, according to Chris. Uh, R.J. Barrett. <laughs> Emmanuel Quickly. Uh, they got my boy Obi Toppin. I rock with Obi. Uh, I'm saying bad this year though. <laughs> I just like him as a person. That's just no, he's a good dude. Yeah. Good dude. Mitchell Robinson, Frank Nicotilla. Oh yeah, yeah. Keenan. Relax. Who, who cares, bro? Uh, That's my guy. Relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Grandview's finest. Nerlens Noel. That's Alex why he Kirk. likes these guys. No, that's not why. Reggie Bullock, Kevin Knox, who doesn't play anymore, like Taj <laughs> Gibson, who does play for some odd reason. Uh, yeah. You want to put some money on it? <laughs> yeah. I'll put money on the uh, Hawks if they end up playing in the uh, playoffs. I mean, we still got a pretty we got yeah, a we do. ways away. But. We do. That's right. going to be the matchup, bro, for sure. Because, look. Oh, no, the Celtics, the Celtics should get into that. I don't know why they're sitting at number six. That's kind of crazy. I right, Celtics are going to be up to, like, five or four when it's all said and done. Four C, for sure. Yeah. But it's not that much. They're only like a game behind, a half game behind the four C. Yeah, nah, yeah. They're in six. When it's all said and done, they're going to be at, like, four. Four. Yeah, they're not going to get to the three. But, yeah, they're going to be number four. All right, so taking away from the matchup, right, just in general, like, do you think the Knicks or the Hawks will, like, have a better chance of making noise. Let's just say that. Neither. I mean, so it, it, the winner of that four and five would play who? No, it's not going to be that four or five. Well, I mean, it's not like, even focus on that. I'm just saying, like, no, I don't think necessarily. They're probably going to end up playing one of these top three teams, right? So if that's the case, then no. Basically, to your logic, they got to get either that four or five spot to play, like, the Celtics or something like that and get lucky. Because if they play the top three teams, Neither one will make any kind of noise at all. They're gonna get smacked yeah. by the Celtics too. What are you talking about? Like, they just want to get lucky. They don't get smacked. I think the you don't think they can come in a game off the Celtics, a two Absolutely. game or two. Absolutely. Honestly, so either teams. one. Yeah, both teams. They can win one game. Probably two, but the Celtics have been super like uh-huh. underwhelming. They got one. They got one. Uh, game. I think the Hawks get more than one off of them. <laughs> Trying to think, were any major topics we didn't talk about that were on you guys' list? Then we kind of covered most of the topics. Rachel Nichols, low key, fine. So, uh, now, Rachel Nichols is definitely thick. I know that much. Uh, <laughs> all, right, all right. This is revealing, but there's definitely a. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to do it. I'm already feel kind of sketchy from our Kevin Durant talk. If I should like censor some of that in case this comes back to bite me 10 years from now. But uh, I think we just being honest, it's, we don't have a dislike for the man in general. I just think he has weird behavior that, you know, if you're talking about sports, you know, we have to analyze it. He's talking about sports. He's talking about Steph Curry. He's like, nah, facts, facts, facts. Hey, 
sports. I do want to shout out to that man, LeBron, bro. You don't have to apologize because the Fox News media uh, was on your head about a tweet about the cop. Yeah. In case you guys don't know, and this is super political, so if you don't care about this, the pause basically over. You can go ahead and end it. It's not about the inhales series. But I do want to mention this for the guys that do care. The whole thing with the uh, – bro, you guys will forgive me. I do not know her name, but she's like – how old was she, the girl that got shot? Makaya. 15 or 16. Huh? 15, 15 or 16. So then obviously she gets killed in a situation where like she's holding the knife and like it appears on the video that like, she's about to stab that girl. Even though she's the part of the party that called the cops, but I don't know. The whole situation is crazy. More information will come out about it. But the cop killed her, right? You see on the video, like she's holding the knife. That's like their biggest defense. The whole thing is crazy. She shouldn't have been dead. But I mean, I'm about to get into the weeds about that. But LeBron James tweeted out about, you know, the guy, the cop. They put like a, what do you say? Your time's coming, your time's next. Mm-hmm. Accountability, hashtag accountability. Mm-hmm. So from that tweet, Fox News and the right-wing media, so, you know, Newsmax, all those guys, freaked out. Basically saying he's causing, you know, or he's making threats, threats of violence to an officer. He's going to, you know, cause disturbances in the streets. He's going to start riots, whatever. Bro. At the end of the day, my whole take on it is nothing LeBron James said right there is off the wall. All he said was accountability, right? And so if you want to argue that this is a non-black and white case, this is more gray area than most of the, you know, black victims of police brutality cases, that's one thing, whatever. But you cannot sit here and make an argument that LeBron is going to, like, cause a riot or he's calling for violence. He's literally saying we want accountability. Literally. That's it. So for him to take it down, in my opinion, was kind of a weak move because what he said is needed. And you're basically just, you know, bending the knee to, like, the corporations and stuff. But, I mean, I get it. You're LeBron. Like, he addressed it as well, though. It's not like he took it down in, like, his, like, you know, he took it down. And he addressed it very well, too, I might add. But I don't know. How did you guys feel about the whole situation? Well, I think on my end, like, I understand he has a very, very conscientious of his brand. He's yeah. a billion dollar athlete as far as revenue that he generates via Nike, via his movie coming out, via the thousand and one endorsements that he has. So he can't shake the tree too much because his whole legacy depends on it. And I just, his family, like his ripple effect affects like maybe like 40 different families to our primary school. Like he has to be very conscientious of the things that he says. So I'm not opposed to him trying to be well informed before he says something, but as a black man, that's going to elicit some type of response in you anyway. He has a daughter, um, and without knowing like the full extent of what's going on, he just acted like any you know normal person would, who's tired of seeing like this extreme you know brutality. So I'm not mad at him for posting it. I'm not mad at him for taking it down. Like I think those that was the natural ebb and flow of what's going on. You have the shock value, you have the response, then you have the education, then you have the readdress. So. Uh, I think it was a normal sequence of events. And I feel like people like us and people like Fox and Skip and Shannon, everyone needs to just relax. It's a tweet. He didn't say go kill Whitey. He didn't say go up there and go to his house. He didn't tweet his address. He didn't incite for a riot like our former president did. They didn't get as much press as this is, which is astonishing. Same. He just said something as a basketball player, as an athlete. We have to be comfortable with people stating their opinion in nonviolent ways when they speak into accountability. And if you don't have a full facts, it's perfectly fine to take a step back until you get it. So I think it was a natural ebb and flow of what happened and transpired and nothing more, nothing less. 
I think to your point too, like when he explained it, he basically admitted like the emotions of seeing like the actual video of her getting killed like that, right? In a time like this, like he tweeted that out of emotion. Like there's no doubt about it, right? And so to your point, obviously someone with that big of a brain and you say that it affects families from the I Promise School, his family and stuff like that. In my opinion, it's even bigger than that because LeBron is a voice for Black America at this point. You know what I'm saying? So whatever he says affects all of us, honestly, and in some kind of roundabout way. Like, because yeah. he's a mover and shaker. Yeah, for sure. But I think we have to put things in this proper perspective, and especially in the Black community. Like, we so often, this is getting very political, but looking, we look for voices and people who aren't necessarily versed in that specific discipline. Yeah. So if we're looking for, like, basketball critique or expertise, then LeBron would be the golden standard. And whatever he says about whatever subject that is, you hold it as law because that is his expertise. He's very knowledgeable. And he can't really backtrack on that because he's probably gonna have adequate and sufficient information to speak on that. Our problem is that we go to celebrities and people who have notoriety for very political issues in order to be a voice for us, which is ill-informed. Like we have people who are on the ground, who are on the grassroots version, who are very intimate with that population. <coughs> specific situations and those should be the people that we defer to more than the celebrities that get a lot more clout rather than the people who are really on the ground level doing the work and speak to it in higher regard so i think that's a you know problem within our community is that we put too much stock into people who have notoriety more than knowledge but nevertheless like he was warranted in saying the things he's a very intelligent powerful man um, and now, like I said, he reacted off emotion. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. And he wants to be more informed, which is nothing wrong with that as well. So just let that man be great. Because everything he's doing is calculated anyway. Like I said, he's a multi-billion dollar entity. He just had a flash a moment of being tired, which Black Americans have been that for the last some odd 100 years. So not mad at him for voicing some opinion on tired of seeing our young kings and queens being shot on camera. So. It's traumatic. No, no doubt. No doubt. I definitely want to get your take real quick, Chris. But I do want to mention, just because, like, obviously, if you know me, you know, like, I watch a lot of politics and stuff. And I want a political pod, low-key. But, you know, I don't have one. But uh, this is my time to shine. I do want to talk about, real quick, I just mentioned, like, the whole thing about the Black leaders always being, like, you know, celebrities and stuff like that. It's definitely a problem, to Dre's point. But I don't know if it's so much, like, a Black community problem. I feel like that's natural human. I feel like that's a lot of people. So, yeah, so I, do, I think in the Black community, we do a lot of like being hard on ourselves about our problems. You know what I mean? But these are problems that every community has in a similar way. Like, like the whole like Black dollar, right? I feel about like the Jewish dollar stretches further or whatever the trope is or whatever, you know, in their communities. There was a Harvard study that showed that like there's never been a real study of that. Like literally there was a Harvard like a article. I was just watching it the other day. Somebody talked about it. Like, a lot of these things are just like hearsay. They're like fucking things we've said for 40, 50 years, but there's no fucking evidence behind it. It's just ways for us to fucking shit on ourselves. Sorry for my language, but like that stuff does kind of annoy me sometimes. Mm, I want to jump on this too, but I'll let Chris go. I, I, got, a, I got a low key issue with what you said. Go ahead. I, got, yeah. I can go ahead, man. You know <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you expressed uh, basically what I was going to say. Oh. I think with that is that there is intentional bias that's aimed at the black community in order to keep us diverted, uh, to intentionally non-unify us into mm -hmm. these pockets of ignorance, honestly, and hyper-consumption, different models. So that's why, like, 
TikTok, most polarizing pop culture is black culture, to be honest with you. Like we make things popular and then people like brand it and then sell it back to us. It's quite unfortunate. Louis bags, all, all that stuff. It's just like whatever we find is dope. They usually transform it, uh, mold it a little bit and then sell it back to us because we're hyper consumers as well. Especially right now, more so than ever, in my opinion. That's a whole different discussion. For sure, for sure. So I think that we have to be, and I don't think it's necessarily being hard on ourselves, but we have to be transparent and honest with what with ourselves that knowing that there's systemic, I mean, measures in place to keep us in a certain state. So you have to evolve your mind and your being to realize and be able to differentiate where you should be getting your information from, whether that's social media or whatever the case is, like figure out who owns those mediums. Like if you're just getting news from Fox, you know, this conservative type of dialogue and things like that, you should be, if you're watching Fox, you should be watching CNN and vice versa. Like you want to have a myriad of sources. Like that's when they tell you when you're writing papers in college, you're not going to write your whole paper from one Wikipedia article. Yeah, I probably have before, but it's, it's, it's poor practice to get all of your information from one source because you're not diversifying or fact checking it with a myriad of different things. So with us, we can't be like, Cardi B tweeted this, this is law, we riding with Cardi B. Do your research, figure it out, be more pragmatic, figure out people who are closer to the situation, pick their brain and try to go somewhere for a knowledgeable consum uh, consumption of whatever that thing is. My last analogy. If you're having someone like fix up your house and let's say you have your irrigation problems or your plumbing is messed up, all right, you're not going to call someone who's, you know, uh, you're not going to call an electrician to do your plumbing. It wouldn't make nice. sense. You know, they may be an expert in something completely different, but it has nothing to do with your plumbing issue. So you're not going to get mad at them for being not ignorant on the plumbing because it doesn't make sense. So go to people who make sense or who are knowledgeable about their specific craft and then pull that information from there. But two, I get what you're saying. And you're kind of like hammering home the whole like, you know, why the hell are we going to LeBron and these niggas about like political shit? But and I, obviously you're not saying no shut up and dribble shit. You're just saying like for expert opinion, we should go to experts in that field. Obviously everybody's opinion matters. But I would argue that there are very rare, to be fair, but there are rare cases when someone is so big as a brand or whatever they are to where they blend over past just like whatever category they like started in. LeBron James is no different than a huge businessman because he's so big in terms of like his financial weight. You know what I'm saying? So when I look at LeBron's opinion, I don't even look at it as an athlete's opinion. I look at it as a successful businessman's opinion. And so you definitely need the expert's opinion too. He belongs in that category. And but, that's all I'm saying too. It's not, yeah. not, it's not omitting his opinion. It's not saying he's ill-informed. It's not saying he's not knowledgeable. It's like getting married. So don't, don't, don't be so flash pan with it. You know what I'm saying? Don't just pull LeBron's voice and say that's the law and he's saying this and that. Get a lot of different resources. Get a lot of different touch points. Get a feel of what you're going to talk about and then go from there. Like, I, And then we obviously move off emotion too. So it's just being cognizant of just being humans. Like sometimes we tweet something or write something and we're forever held to that moment of a, a split second of us just doing something. Like we grow, we mature, we evolve. Like if we go back to our tweets 10 years ago, we said some wild stuff that'll probably get, our, get us fired from our current occupation or Facebook set. Like people grow and evolve. So you can't hold someone to where they were at at a specific moment because they were acting off emotion, whatever the case may be. Just be conscious that people are gonna make mistakes and that's okay, it's human. It's no, okay. Facts. Yeah. Facts. It's, it's probably not even a mistake at the time. It's just how you feeling. And that's cool. It's, you should never like apologize about how you feeling at the time. It's just how you feeling absorb that, take care of that face value and go on about your life. Like we put too much stock into other people who have nothing to do with our lives. Like 90% of people who talking about LeBron will never have a conversation with him. Yeah, and it doesn't affect them. I ain't worried about LeBron the, the next day. 
Like it's just it's just a weird concept that we have that we adopt as humans. That's just bizarre to me. But I will say though, like uh, I do think we like people like LeBron and them. Like it will be nice. And once again, it's not the responsibility to do this. This is totally just like it would be kind of cool if they did more to like point people in the right direction of people who actually do do this for a living. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That would be kind of nice, but that's not his obligation to do that. That's our obligation to like be up on that type of stuff. Okay. Second of all, uh, the whole media thing, just cause like as a dude that like, you know, study media in school and stuff, I watch a lot, I'll, I'll pay attention to this type of stuff a lot. Like our whole, like, you know, using different sources to Dre's point, definitely do that to everybody out there, but not just like Fox versus CNN versus MSNBC. These are all big corporations that are funneled like for money. Yeah. So you need to like definitely listen to them because they have the, the manpower to get stories and to break stories. But definitely do your research and check up like for your own like self from like independent companies, smaller companies. Right now, YouTube and internet news media is like blowing up. There's so many different pockets of like the political spectrum where you can find news from people that aren't being you know funded money from corporations. So definitely just look around, man. Look around, find different opinions. People with different skin tones, all that, man. Like, be up on your shit. Same way you up on the league right now for the basketball pod. If you stuck with us this long, I appreciate it. I always want to talk about more news stuff. So when we get to sneak that in, that's great. Uh, also, shout-outs to LeBron. I know in a lot of pods, I sound like I'm real critical of LeBron's political shit. But it's just because I care a lot about that stuff. Yeah, you know, LeBron's LeBron. So you always want the biggest name to kind of, like, big up shit you care about. Anyways, uh, this has been the League of NBA pod. The Suns are still ass, so I don't know why we spent so much time on that. I'm apologize to you guys. Chris, what's going on, man? The Suns to the conference finals. <laughs> oh my gosh, you gonna stop my uh my flow for that? That's fine. Uh, we'll see who's on the pod next week. I don't know. Um, yeah, man, the League NBA pod. Follow us on all socials at the League NBA pod. The video versions of the podcast are on YouTube at Rise Media Network. I apologize for the last two not being on YouTube, whatever. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all the places you can find us. Be sure to like and subscribe, leave a comment, all that kind of stuff. We appreciate it. Any last words, Dre? Hey, go out there and be peaceful. Be a blessing to somebody today. You know what I'm saying? Go do some random acts of kindness. You know? Go call your mom or something. Call your aunt. Tell her you love her. Facts. Chris, what's going on? Last words? I'll call that philanthropy. Sons in the conference finals. Damn, philanthropy. <laughs> I said go call your mom. Tell you love. Oh, one day I'll tell you a story about the time I forgot my mom's birthday, and she called me that day, and I was like, "What's going on?" Uh, anyways, <laughs> 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 this has been the League of NBA Five. We'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>